Our Soldiers Speak, which you could look up at OurSoldiersSpeak.org. Each semester, they bring elite active officers of the IDF and the Israeli National Police to present substantive policy briefings at key college campuses, select professional venues, and to members of the United States Senate and House of Representatives. Uh, you could visit OurSoldiersSpeak.org. They also have a big dinner coming up, which we're going to talk about here at JM in the AM. It is with great pleasure that I welcome Sergeant Benjamin Anthony to these airwaves. Sergeant Anthony, shalom, shana tova. Welcome to JM in the AM. Uh, good morning to you, shana tova. Um, you know, I had a, uh, a sergeant in the Israeli Defense Forces at my table over the Chag, Mm-hmm. And she is currently a student in one of the city colleges here in New York. And she's, mm-hmm. she said she forged a lot of uh, early semester friendships. And then uh, at some point she revealed that she's an Israeli. And all of a sudden those friendships started to uh, melt away. And I think she's hesitating to even indicate to anybody on the campus that she actually served in the IDF for a couple of years. Uh, this, is, this is quite a battle that you and your organization are facing trying to uh, change public opinion or campus opinion around this country. Yes, I think, unfortunately, the the experience that you just described of the young sergeants around your table is very reminiscent of what we grew up with in the United Kingdom as individuals who were pro-Israel, who might have been pro-IDF, and who would otherwise have been proudly Jewish. We very much had to live a furtive existence, but that was in the U.K., the fact that that's now been transposed onto American campuses is deeply concerning because, of course, what takes place in America has far greater consequence towards global affairs and particularly towards Israel, given the place and position of the United States on the globe. So we saw the issue. We saw the issue when, frankly, very few people were talking about it, in no small part because of my upbringing in the UK. I was sensitized to what was taking place on the campuses, and we decided to battle back against it. But we do so in a sophisticated way, in a strategic way, and in partnership with the IDF, the Israeli National Police, and also on occasion the government of the State of Israel. I, I don't see any other option but to fight back. Where, where's, the, where's a typical battleground? Which campus did you start? You know, where, where did you begin this whole battle? Well, the first campus to which I went actually was a campus in New Jersey. The most difficult of campuses that I ever spoke at, and I'm going back some years now, was oddly enough at Brandeis University. A lot of people are very surprised when I say that. But Brandeis University was an event that was particularly hostile, and it was under the auspices of a Jewish professor, I remember, by the name of Gordon Feldman, who I believe is still there. And the accusation and allegation and vilification against the State of Israel that came from that campus I'm talking about now in 2007, 2008, was really, really very, very difficult and very pervasive. But we've changed the way that we work. The way that we work now is that we bring senior-ranked active officers of the Israel Defense Forces, up to and including at the rank of general, to present at preeminent graduate schools in addition to the undergraduate schools on matters of policy, bringing Israel's voice to the global conversation, because, Nahum, there are a lot of issues that many people felt were the exclusive preserve of the state of Israel to tackle, such as lone wolf terror attacks, such as homegrown terror. But in actual fact, these have spread now to the broader global community, and Israel has a level of expertise from which the 
international community wishes to learn at this stage. So there's an opportunity here. Sergeant Benjamin Anthony with us. Uh, it would seem to me that might be more intimidating for the uh, for those who are opposed to Israel on campuses when you bring high-ranking generals or more high-profile people. I would think that would lead to more protests and uh, and, and more of a uh, you know tense situation on some of those campuses. So we actually find precisely the opposite. A lot of people, when we first decided we were going to start working with the IDF on the campuses with individuals uniformed, felt the same way and counseled as and cautioned as against so doing. But in actual fact, this is the difference, Nachum, between education and advocacy. When you bring somebody who is in authority, who actually fixes the doctrine and the policy of the country, what you feel back from the student community is a level of respect, a level of deference, and a willingness to learn from that individual, knowing that they're not coming to campus in order to spread shallow talking points or slogans. We found it very successful, and we regularly enjoy audience at campuses as uh, as prestigious as Harvard Law and the Kennedy School and the Fletcher School and Georgetown, all at the graduate level, in addition to the undergraduate level, and we're really changing the conversation now. Interesting. And, and going forward, we, we actually have now a specialist branch of our lecturers who are formerly uh, service members in the IDF or former ambassadors. We're going to be bringing a Supreme Court justice next semester. We bring very, very significant figures from the State of Israel, and it's all about robust discussion and it's actually very well received. What percentage of your funding comes from the government of Israel? Well, the government of the state of Israel will give matching funds to us for the delegations that we bring to the state of Israel from the United States, from Europe, and actually from 10 countries globally. So every dollar uh, that is given to us is matched by the government of the state of Israel for incoming delegations of elite graduate students from the areas of law, international relations, uh, and media, because we believe that the students today, of course, will be the policymakers of tomorrow, and the influences will likely emanate from these three sectors of education. In the year 2017, uh, your people have visited how many different campuses? Uh, Over 2017, we've probably hit about 50 campuses, and and several of those are return campuses. We go back to the same campuses, so we enjoy the friendship of leading students, most of them not Jewish students, incidentally, and they're always keen to open their doors to our perspectives. Sergeant Benjamin Benjamin Anthony is with us. OurSoldiersSpeak.org is the website. On Thursday, November 2nd in New York City, you have a dinner uh, it is Balfour Day. I'm glad you reminded me, by the way, that November 2nd is Balfour Day. This is a very important right. year, of course. It's the 100th anniversary uh, right. of the Balfour Declaration. At the dinner, you're going to have Colonel Richard Kemp, former commander of British forces in Afghanistan, speak. Why is he an appropriate presenter for Balfour Day? Well, of course, the significance of the Balfour Declaration was that it was the first international power to declare its support for the establishment and reconstitution of a homeland for the Jewish people in the state of Israel now as it is today. It's appropriate that a former commander of British forces in Afghanistan, not of the Jewish faith, but wholly assigned to the virtue and the justification of the existence of the state of Israel, speak to that. And we're very proud to have Colonel Kemp. He's somebody who has brought a voice to international fora all over the world consistently for years now. And we're very, very pleased to be able to bring his words on the centennial celebration to our audience in uh, in the gala dinner on November 2nd. And Mike Pompeo is going to be speaking as well. 
Director Pompeo is going to be our keynote speaker. The director is somebody with whom we forged a relationship during the stabbings. I'm sure your listeners will recall the the, the stabbings that went on in the state of Israel for a sustained period of time in 2015. We actually briefed Director Pompeo when he was Congressman Pompeo up on the hill, bringing a member of the Israeli National Police there, Superintendent Mickey Rosenfeld. We then briefed then-Congressman Pompeo at the headquarters of the Israeli National Police Media Center in Jerusalem, showing him footage that was too graphic, frankly, to be broadcast more widely. And he then chaired a briefing up on the Hill for staffers and policy advisors in coordination with our organization for the senior legal advisor to the Israeli National Police Brigadier General Shaul Gordon. So he's been extremely gracious, and we're, we're frankly humbled to have an address uh, by the director, and I will be interviewing him after his prepared comments for the uh, benefit of the audience. I wonder if, um, if if others on the Hill, and specifically in the State Department, are looking uh, uh, are looking with a skeptical eye at the director of the CIA for appearing as keynote speaker at your event. Well, I can't speak to um, what people might be looking at from the State Department. I can only tell you that Director Pompeo's friendship with the state of Israel is something that I've experienced now over several years, and I therefore view it as absolutely appropriate that he would come and that he would speak from the position that he now holds. I can assure you that he'll be speaking purely in his capacity as the director of the CIA, of course, and he'll be speaking about that policy. So uh, I don't think anyone should view anything as scams. I think it's very, very positive. The dinner's happening at the Capital, downtown Manhattan, on the Bowery. Uh, again, it's November the 2nd, Thursday night. I'm assuming that this audience, um, um, uh, in terms of um, uh, kosher food and its support of Israel, I'm sure they'll feel comfortable at this event, correct? Yeah, the, the, this is very important, incidentally. We serve a fully kosher meal at all of our events, a lot of events in the pro-Israel space, unfortunately, can fall short of that standard. It's fully kosher, Collective. an open, <laughs> open bar, fully kosher, wonderful lineup of speakers. And it's on November 2nd, as you said, in uh, in Capital, in the Bowery. And we'd be honored to have people's presence. There are still some, uh, some tickets available. And people should come and show their support, uh, because actually our organization is a grassroots organization that got its start, Nachum, from going to synagogues in the United States, those synagogue centers to campus. And as we went to those campus, those individuals who we met in the synagogue then turned us into an organization. So it's, it's very much an American tale, our soldiers speak, and specifically an American Jewish tale. Yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you, know, it's funny, the sergeant that I just alluded to who was at my table, who I met over the Chag, I said, yeah. to, I said to her, she should be a Doveret. She speaks so well and and makes Israel's case so well that you know she should be she should be out there on the lecture circuit around the campuses. We should introduce her to our team. I, I agree with that, and also in addition to that, I'd like to see college students in general from this area feel comfortable at this event. Uh, can, can, they, can they negotiate with you and get a student rate to come and enjoy the dinner? Yes, they can negotiate on anything except land concessions. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them to contact us. They, they, they have all of the details there at OurSoldiersSpeak.org. And there is actually, incidentally, a price point specifically for students, which is subsidized by some of our supporters. So everybody should feel very comfortable coming along. And there will be a strong student contingent. There will also be a strong young professional contingent. And then our more established friends will be there alongside. So we're an organization 
that takes the idea of the Israel Defense Forces and transposes it onto the pro-Israel world here, meaning that everybody in the IDF, regardless of pecuniary ability or background, is serves, gives the best of themselves, and we want to therefore enfranchise everybody here from within the pro-Israel community to ensure that they can attend and represent and support regardless of where they necessarily are within their own lives. So students are more than welcome. We'd be honored to have them. Sergeant Anthony Kolakavod. Kolakavod. OurSoldiersSpeak.org. Go to the website, everybody. Encourage, especially encourage the younger people in our community and certainly the ones who are on college campuses that may not be friendly to Israel. Encourage them to be part of this, to go and to enjoy the dinner and to be educated about it and to become uh, spokespeople themselves. In addition to the speakers you bring in, I'm sure you encourage those of all ages, especially the students, to become uh, active and uh, and um, and to become vocal when it comes to issues about Israel on their campus as well. Absolutely, and they do, and they become very informed. And just to make a very swift mention of that, the, the presentations on the campus are just the beginning. When we go to the campuses, we then bring the top of that contingent to Israel, and then when that contingent returns from the mission to Israel, we bring them up to Capitol Hill. They escort our generals in their senatorial and congressional briefings. They co-author op-eds, and we provide actually tailored uh, follow-up for those individuals. So if a law student wishes to write a paper with the military advocate general, we will arrange that. We actually have a graduate of our tour last year who came to Israel for 10 days, and the follow-up she requested was a six-month internship at the Supreme Court of the State of Israel. This is a lady not of the Jewish faith, studying a concurrent degree at Harvard Law and the Jackson School of Global Affairs at Yale. And that internship at the Supreme Court, arranged by our organization, commenced some three or four weeks ago, and she is now there for a six-month period. So we really are expert in ensuring the end of a presentation on campus is the commencement of a deep, substantive relationship with Israel. Well, call it kavod, is all I could say. Uh, OurSoldiersSpeak.org. I'm going to try to stop by November 2nd. After all, it's walking distance from here. I don't think I have any legitimate excuse. I'd not, be delighted. We'd be delighted to, be to have you there. Not to be there for some parts. So I hope to see you and celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Balfour Declaration. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope many of our listeners come out and enjoy the dinner on November 2nd. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me on. OurSoldiersSpeak.org. Check it out. Very worthy cause. Eight minutes before 8 o'clock. This is JM in the AM.